1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision.
0: Well, there's no doubt if you've been consuming any of the news media through the week, you will have come across the very emotive outburst of the young Swedish girl Greta Thunberg and uh, the message that she delivered to the United Nations Climate Summit. Well, it's a challenging thing that she was saying, and certainly there's been a lot of criticism of the way that she has made her outburst and of the things that she is saying. Let's talk through some of these issues today. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch has been writing about Greta. Bill, a special welcome back to 2020.
1: Great to be back.
0: Bill, this might be a case of extreme climate alarmism and what it does seem to do is draws our attention to the true climate anxiety that seems to be gripping young people around the world. You've been writing about that this week. What are your thoughts on Greta and her outburst?
1: Well, it's uh, sad situation in many ways. The 16-year-old Swede, of course, is just that, a child, Uh, not an adult, but there's plenty of activists and ideological adults who are very happy to use her for their ends, whether or not she's fully on board. That's, in a sense, doesn't matter. This is exploitation, really, the using of children for political purposes, for political propaganda and ideology. Uh, that 's always dangerous, the communists certainly made use of that, even the Nazis were quite good at harnessing children to become their spokespersons, if you will. Uh, nobody wants to argue with a child, obviously, so it 's hard to say no, uh but she is not a climate authority by any means and uh but well she 's getting rock star treatment she 's spoken to the e u she 's spoken to the u n she 's going everywhere is if what she is saying is gospel. The the left is treating her almost as a new green messiah. And, uh, well, the real worry is she has some health issues, as she admits herself. And I worry about her health and well-being, given how so many adults are trying to use her for their own ends. So this whole thing, to me, is quite a big worry. Well,
0: the word exploitation comes to mind. And when you have someone who, by her own admission, uh, Asperger's syndrome, uh, OCD, selective mutism, uh, the idea that she's fallen into depression, uh, there are some who are saying, Bill, that exploiting her the way that she is is akin to child abuse. Is this the sort of thing that you think through? Uh, Is that a fair analysis of the way that a young 16-year-old might be uh, put up here in front of people and uh, and seriously exploited?
1: Well, I think that's absolutely the right way to put it. Child abuse is just that, taking a very vulnerable, uh, mentally, psychologically damaged set of goods, if you will, A young person at that and traipsing her out, putting her in the spotlight, forcing her, if you will, again, even though she may be willing, using her for adult agendas, uh, putting all this pressure on her, that's for any 16-year-old, no matter how capable and how intelligent, uh, that is a type of abuse. And uh, we should not be using children as pawns in the games of adults and their political maneuvering. I think it's uh, quite uh, shameful how the left is happy to uh, run around with her, and I'm sure if there were some equivalent on the right, everybody would be screaming in the media, oh, this is abusive of children, leave them alone, let her go back to school and let her learn. So it's, uh, it is quite scandalous, I think, quite shameful
0: of course the emotive outburst that she has come with uh, the idea of you know imminent extinction and mm. the idea that fear is at the heart of what she's saying even though she's presented that in such a uh, emotive way there is still that element that will be sown into people's minds what if she's right and certainly young people are more uh, open to hear that because she is a young person what are your thoughts on the seed sown the anxiety that comes the fear that then grips people and then almost paralyzes people socially
1: yeah well we already have studies showing that a lot of young people uh, school children and others are filled with uh, climate anxiety they're all upset and worried they think the world's coming to an end Uh, They've been sold a bill of goods. They've been given, you know, well, we've been told this for, you know, for as long as we've had a planet, we've been told the end is near. It's a a common theme. I remember growing up when I was young, and it was the coming ice age. Time magazine had it on its cover. All the scientists were as one. You know, we have a coming global catastrophe with this ice age. And then, of course, it shifted. and it was global warming now that's not happening by any sense of the term and as we look at the temperature records so now it's climate change a more generic thing but uh, it's all based on fear it's not based on fact so yeah it's going to scare the the living daylights if you will out of plenty of children and uh, sadly Greta has been pushing this line which she got from her parents and others over the years Uh, recently she was at uh e u and there she said that the same thing we've got eleven years before the whole thing's going to be over. uh she even said to avoid this, there has to be unprecedented changes to every aspect of society. hmm where have we heard this before? This is the perfect line uh being used by the left, by the socialists, by the globalists. They're all saying exactly the same thing. Everything has to change, and by that they mean the state has to be involved with everything so that means the state has to be in full control of the education of your children the state has to be involved in how many children you have your family planning the state even has to look into religious groups to make sure they're preaching the green gospel this is all stuff the radical left has been saying for years greta is fully on border with this having picked it up from our leftist parents and others And so what this is a call for is not to save the planet. This is a call for the state to have uh, really total control over every aspect of life, something the socialist left has dreamed about for ages, and of course tried in places like communist Russia and China, with of course the necessary millions of people killed who didn't go along with this uh, totalitarian death wish.
0: And, of course, a zero emissions goal means a de of the world. And
1: We're all back in the stone age.
0: I note that our Prime Minister, in response to her words uh, this week, was saying that he's trying to create an economy so that young people like Greta can grow up in an economy. So uh, there is a certain balance that comes there. I note also, Bill, that this week you've been writing about some Christian groups. And uh, just to bring a little bit of a spotlight here to some things that appear not quite to be right, Uh, some Christian groups, uh, climate crusaders uh, that are under the banner of Christ, Uh, but in some ways doing some very strange things. What have you been writing about so far as some of these things this week?
1: Uh, Look, there's plenty of these groups. Uh, They're Christian often in name only, certainly the very liberal, the very progressive schools, churches, denominations, seminaries. They're Christian in name only. Uh, they've just bought on to every radical left agenda item there is, whether it's the the complete homosexual agenda, the trans agenda, the pro-abortion agenda, the radical green agenda, you name it. Uh, They hop on board, and, well, that for them is the gospel. Forget about Jesus dying on a cross for your sins. What we have to do is make sure we can please the uh, uh, Gaia and Mother Earth and make sure she's happy so, yeah, there I wrote up recently about one of these very liberal theological seminaries in America, Union Seminary to be exact, which is long ago, given up the gospel. They had a session in their chapel recently where they had a whole bunch of plants put out, I don't know, begonias and chrysanthemums, whatever, and students coming up to the plants and actually asking for forgiveness, confessing their sins to these plants. I mean talk about madness deluxe, talk about absolutely twisting the gospel. And so, well, in this case, you don't have a seminary, you have a cemetery. They've thrown their brains out, they've thrown the Bible out, and now they're basically worshiping plants, hoping the plants will forgive them. So this is what happens when the church loses its way. Uh, we're all uh, ultimately religious, so if you don't worship the one true living God, there's plenty of fake uh, false gods that people will run with, and that's been the case here with the new green religion.
0: So confessing your sins to plants, that really, uh, it's laughable. If it wasn't so serious that some groups are caught up in that, this idea of worship of the environment uh, mm-hmm. There is something significant in that because there will be some groups; that will be thinking that somehow, rather, God is the same as the environment, and that's yeah. uh, that's a, a, certainly a, a teaching that is way way away, I think, from a, a biblical view of what God is separate from the environment.
1: Yeah, well, oh, sure. Well, that's pantheism. That's the Eastern religions yeah. it has nothing to do with Christianity, in which God, as you say, is separate from from His creation. Like Romans 1, Paul talks about this very problem where uh, the sin is getting so far out of hand that people started worshiping the creation instead of the Creator. Now, of course, all Christians are called to be good stewards of planet Earth. God made it for us, and we are to use it wisely and carefully. But that has nothing to do with worshiping it or confessing your sins to plants. So, uh, as always, uh, God's good... Plans and purposes are twisted, uh, and here we have this whole new green religion in which uh, people are selling their souls for, uh, well, as we said, it's going to end up sending us all back to the Stone Age. I mean, we live in the most healthy, the most prosperous, the most uh, well-off uh, Uh, set of nations in the West than mankind has ever known. But if these radical Greens, including Greta, get their way, everything goes. Your cars go, your airplanes go, your yachts, which she used to uh, get from Europe over to America just recently. Everything goes, and we're left, well, certainly the smartphones, the iPhones, all the other gadgets that they're happy to use, that's got to go as well. So these guys have no clue, no idea what they're calling for. Uh, as we said, they're based on fear, certainly not on facts. And very
0: quickly, Bill, it's not easy to position yourself in the climate debate. But as a Christian believer, someone who sees authority in God's word in the Bible, who can see the extremes perhaps even on two sides – How do you think we ought to be positioning ourselves as Christian believers and weighing up the evidence for what is going on? Because it's hard to tell, isn't it, at the moment, uh, which side is actually bringing forth the true evidence?
1: Yeah, well, sure. Many of us are not scientists, so we do have to look to others. And there are uh, certainly uh, different camps here. Uh, There's the alarmists. There's the those who say, sorry, uh, you know, we're just not in that bad a shape. As mentioned, uh, and as you said, we have to go with the evidence, and we have to be good stewards. So sure, we do our bit. We can do our recycling, this and that and the other. Nothing wrong with that. We just have to look much more closely at some of the alarmists and what their real agenda seems to be. Uh, you know, we believe God is in control, ultimately, of our lives. He's in control of the weather. Uh, when it is time for the new heavens and the new earth, for Christ to return, that'll, it'll come about in his time. In the meantime, things will continue. We try to be wise and careful in our stewardship, but we don't allow the alarmists who have really come into a whole new religion to try to give us to, well, effectively give away everything we now enjoy, including our freedoms and our religious freedom, so that we can get an even more powerful state government deciding how we live, what we do, what we buy, what we sell. Hmm, wasn't there something in Revelation about what you can buy and sell as well?
0: Well, there's a challenge there for us all to seek some deep discernment as to what the agendas are behind the messages we're hearing in the climate debate. And as a Christian believer, we can start with being centred on God first and certainly getting our worship for him in the right place so that we can see where those agendas might actually lead. Bill Muhlenberg, great insights today on a bunch of very important issues that people are no doubt grappling with. And for those who want to read some of Bill's writings on climate this past week, and they have a different dimension to what you're reading in the mainstream media, let me point people to BillMuhlenberg.com or simply Google Culture Watch One Word and you'll be able to read these latest articles. Bill, thanks so much for a great insight once again today on 2020.
1: Always a pleasure.